Oh my goodness gracious. Oh me, oh my. What year is it? What day is it? What time is it? It's time for Brethren Around episode 53. Is that fact check? Sounds sounds We're a little over the 50 mark. Congratulations to all of us. We made it. Oh, we made it. And before we started uh, recording, uh, we'll talk about who we all are here in a minute and who's here, who's not. We talked about Winamp and Winamp skins and <laughs> our favorite Winamp skins. My favorite. Do you guys remember in the late 90s, there was an infatuation with like UFO aliens like yep, the green bubble headed like big fly eyed like wa- like warpy that that's every amateur grade winamp skin was made out of that like weird yeah. web 2.0 like whatever you want to call it oh the, the alien animals <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. just bad it's not even like it's not even a good alien it's like just kind of a janky dollar store. It was. It was. Oh, that's my favorite. That because you could tell someone was legit, or if for some reason in their banner, for whatever they made, they uh they had like a, a video game character, and then they had like clouds around it for some reason, like a lot of like dank, <laughs> like dank like clouds. <laughs> <laughs> like lightning bolts, weird like abstract character. Oh, yeah, don't. Yeah, my deviant art. Uh, do not steal original it's character. Final Fantasy Seven era post. Yeah, but they took Cloud and they made his hair green, <laughs> and they called it another character. His name was like, uh, Anarchy or something. Like they would name it something extreme. Yeah, his name is like <laughs> Gruff Switchblade. <laughs> my original character. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> like they posted on their GeoCities website. Anyway, yeah. I my name is Russ Gardner. Call me the hobo. Joining me this week is Mr. Marco Flores, Nerd in the Bay. Yo, 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 yo! I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Nicholas Supermark. Yeah. And yeah. we got uh we got uh Mr. Todd EVF, no webcam, his webcam decided to kinda crash and burn. We we had a good run. <laughs> it was I mean it was a ten year old webcam, so I mean it's it's bound to happen. That's a pretty good run. Yeah. That is could have been worse. How dare this technology fail me? <laughs> Shakes fist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Johnny oh. Gargano title run. <laughs> it was like 800 days or something like that. Outrageous. Like a thousand or something. Yeah. Just they stopped counting after a while. They're like, oh, yeah, no, he still got it. It was last we checked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we just came off WrestleMania weekend. And uh, I, I guess I, I, WrestleMania now kind of feels like the. I don't know, like the season finale, you know, it's a, it's like kind of where all these storylines come to a head. Some mm-hmm. of them that were about a year in the making, some of them that were made a week and a half before WrestleMania, but whatever. 
it, it feels like that's where it is. And then because Monday, the Raw after WrestleMania, it's like the reset button. It's like, okay, bloop, shaking stuff up. And hell, even next week, they're doing the Superstar Shake-Up, which is where they're drafting and doing whatever. They're trading people off. Uh, so so overall, what did you guys think of WrestleMania? What is it, 34? Is yeah. 34? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot of good uh, matches going on, but the show went way too fucking long. Yeah, uh, I was, I was watching it. I'm, I was using my free month. Finally, free so, ninety nine. Um, yeah, good price. So Shucky now, Ducky. now I'm soaking up. Now I'm soaking up all the wrestling I can for this. Month. So, um, yeah, it was it was a balance between. Um, a very long show, and and that crowd not being maybe I, like I I would have to give like leeway. Like, okay, we've made the long the show is long, but that crowd wasn't as amped up as previous crowds at the same time. But it's like right. yeah, it's, it's it's a give and take. So, but it was like yeah, they didn't give they didn't give their much for the AJ Nakamura match as far as I was ex- expecting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I I thought it was fine. Like I thought it was one of the better recent WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. oh, absolutely. Been, yeah, there have been some flops yeah. lately. But yeah, overall the whole show, everyone kind of delivered. And yeah, uh, I, I think if we you know, go around the room and do what we think the best match, I, I'm curious because I think I know what mine is for sure, 100. percent but but I I have a feeling that you guys might agree or pick the same one, which before the show, kind of a s- small spoiler, before the show, we would not have even come close to saying that that would have been match of WrestleMania. You know, um, I, I was I was actually majority wrong on my predictions. I don't know about you right. guys. <laughs> I I really didn't do a lot of predictions. I was like, ah, let's just kind of see what happens. Um, yeah. I was surprised Charlotte retained. Yeah, oh mm-hmm. shit! Yeah, that was, that was the one. That I was surprised. Was, mm-hmm. I was surprised Nakamura lost. Uh, I was surprised Brock won. Um, who else? Who else? Like the majority of the big, I guess the big matches. I was surprised. Like, oh wait, because I was, I was already hearing the like the reports of like, like oh yeah, you know. Nakamura's winning, you know, Asuka's going to win, and right. all that stuff, but I guess they threw out, like, red herrings or, or like, you know, just yeah. fake news. Yeah, right, and Brock signed him with UFC, and you're like, oh, well, he's done. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, yeah, he's leaving done. again. So, but no, yeah. I guess. Well, you, the story coming out is the the finish was changed mid-match because of the crowd reaction. So, oh, like, he was trying to, he was trying to get it, get it back? Well, yeah, to kind of be like, all right, the crowd isn't behind Roman, so let's let's kind of do the other thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, that, and that's possible. That's it's possible. weird. That's they should have started the whole Roman's upset at Brock Lesnar for never being there thing like mm-hmm. 10 months ago. Yeah. And they should have really drawn it out, like really where Roman refused to wrestle unless Brock shows up or something. Or like, or... But, you know, we've talked about Roman Reigns before. He should just embrace that shit. And he should become smart Mark, heel of the century. 
you know, he would have been like, you know what? I'm going to wrestle every match until Brock Lesnar shows up. Because I know how much you guys hate to see me. And it's be blame Brock Lesnar. This, you could be relieved of my presence. But Brock decides not to show up. Like, yeah, really so now, play so on now, that emotion. Yeah, so now, yeah, I probably agree with you. So, like, they kind of, they just kind of started to, like, I don't know. And then now they're at the situation where they have a, a, a scenario of Roman, like, you never beaten Brock, actually. So, yeah, yeah. like, this may be a, a cloud hanging over, like, kind of like how John Cena had, like, that bad year and then. Oh, with a rock and then redeems himself and. That Roman had now. So, like, you know, maybe Roman, you know, Saudi Arabia, but probably not. Um, but they have that that kind of a story going. Yeah, I think you're Roman's not gonna, probably. You haven't been able to be uh, Brock, so. That's true. I think Roman's going to win at Saudi Arabia because I don't think yeah. Saudi Arabia is filled with a bunch of fucking cynical jerks like that just have the internet all the you know what i mean like they're not we're not the same crowd yeah yeah yeah. we're not not a bunch of smart marks in saudi arabia there's probably some but like they're less likely to check dirtcheat.net or whatever you know what i mean like they don't care that much uh they're just excited to see the show which is another that the whole saudi arabia thing's weird as hell to me but mm-hmm. it is. Uh, but I get it. The same reason why Jinder Mahal won. Say yeah, yeah like I, money's money, business is business. Um, oddly enough, my match of all of WrestleMania was Ronda Rousey. That, that was a. I was, was surprised with that one. Genius. Yeah. Stephanie played the best bullshit heel. Like <laughs> oh my god, like chicken shit, just pure like amazing. Deal. And I was like, oh, this is... I like, yeah, I was like, it's so good, yeah. And, and then and then the intergender tease of like, <laughs> oh, oh, they nailed yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. Rhonda yeah. had good timing. And of course, she's an incredible athlete. But like, her adaption into hitting her marks at the right time, like really knowing where to look, what camera mm-hmm. was on, like... A lot of that, and I was telling my wife at the time because we were watching it, and I was like, Rhonda's better than I think anyone would have given her credit for. Because you could tell she's watched it since she was growing up. Because yeah. she even knew... It, it was funny, even the ring presence type of stuff. Like, she would cut some of the corners, and she would, like... I, I, if she was impersonating a wrestler, she did a hell of a good job at it. But I think it's going to be a more natural fit for her than what people let on. Like, oh, it's not, it's kind of the reverse CM Punk, where now he comes from pro wrestling and he doesn't quite fit in UFC. I think Ronda's going to slide right in and just, she's going to adapt. She's going to be a more charismatic version of Basler, I think. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of what I like. The one that you would want to put on the box of the cereal or the, I'm going to put that on the, put her on the Today Show, like, of course, she's she's your charismatic. She'll be in movies. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's totally stunned me. That whole match, I was like, "Huh, this is way better than it has any right to be." And that's that I will completely agree with you on that yeah. sentiment yeah. of it was better than it should have been. 
Yeah. Uh, taking, you know, the the two big marquee matches, Charlotte and, and Asuka and AJ and Nakamura off the table, my match would have been, it, it wasn't even on the main show. It was oh, uh, fucking was Mustafa like, Ali and uh, Cedric Alexander. Yeah. I mean, they, they were put great. on a hell of a performance. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They were good. And I've never, really never good. praised yeah. a cruiserweight match on a pay-per-view. And <laughs> yeah. I was blown the fuck away. Yeah, they've always been kind of like show ponies. Yeah. But not not in the good way, right? It mm-hmm. was more like, oh, we have the little guys. Aren't they great? All right, now yeah. on to the real wrestling. And then, yeah, they would like do that. But no, they. I, I totally agree with you. My favorite part, <laughs> I was going to mention this a few episodes ago, because I can't remember what pay-per-view it was, but WrestleMania did it as well is there's so much dumb shit before the show and yeah. like there was a pre pre-show yeah there oh was a God. pre-show there was a mm. kickoff mm-hmm. so what's so <laughs> great is you know whenever it does the big swooping like snickers and kfc present yeah blah, blah, blah in my mind and it makes me laugh every time it's like now it's time for your mountain dew snickers kfc kentucky gold fried chicken pre-show main event of the evening like <laughs> it's like who gives a shit it's the I, pre-show like <laughs> i may have been drinking whiskey the entire show and when they oh. would show like the like oh this title match is coming out i would read it as it showed on the screen so it'd be like the rocket league um, oh, was yeah. Rocket League Snickers <laughs> Smackdown the, was it the Rocket League Smackdown Live uh, Snickers Women's Championship match and I was just like I'm excited about this Great. have it you know, written just, on the belt just everywhere this is the Rocket League Women's Championship and this one's the Snickers Women's Championship now everyone can have a belt yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah their business cards like a giant index card for all the dumb shit they have to put on there. But yeah, yeah. that announcer guy, it just makes me laugh because he's trying to get people so excited and he's like, it's time for your, even the fact that there's a pre-show main event of the evening, that yeah. just makes me laugh. But then he added all the other stuff in front of it and it's like, all right, <laughs> I guess this is something to be excited about. One, one yeah. rape I do have since we're talking pre-show uh, was during the cruiserweight match where they decided to, like you thought you were going to like a replay on, on like a cool spot they just oh, did. Oh no, no, yeah. it was the Ronda Rousey pro, uh, promo and three I'm like, and a I'm, half minute long video package in the middle of maybe a seven or eight minute long match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and you're just like, what the fuck are you doing, Dunn? Yeah, I, I think I know what they were because the pre show's free, and I think yeah. the kickoff show they had on USA. So in yeah. theory. They're using that to promote WrestleMania to hope that you get the buy-in on the network and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But different time, different place. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, the fact that it's three minutes in the middle of your pre-show main event of the evening is stupid. Like do it in between it, or at least have the common courtesy to do a picture-in-picture. Because I've noticed, because uh, I have PlayStation View, I don't do Direct mm-hmm. TV or like local cable. But on PlayStation View on SmackDown, occasionally. They will do picture-in-picture during a commercial break. So I don't know if that's just a PlayStation thing, or I don't know if that's like a USA thing, to where they'll show the SmackDown logo and, like, commercials, but then you'll see the match still happening in the lower, like, part of the screen. 
So I don't hmm. know how that works. I, that might just be a PlayStation View thing, but uh, because they have to show their own ads, like Sony yeah. has ads that go on PlayStation View, so they override local ads. Um, so that might be something there, but I thought that would be a good idea anyway, because they're you know how for a long time they were trying to push the uh, tablet stuff. Yeah, where it's yeah. like, oh, watch during the commercial break, and this should be able to see it on your tablet. And they never actually yeah. ever did that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they said they did, but they did it for like three weeks and then just stopped. They did. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, right. It barely lasted that long. Uh, but yeah, just very. Uh, I mean, WrestleMania was a solid show. I, it was funny because for as long as that freaking pay per view was, mm-hmm. some of the matches got cut way too short. Like, I would argue, one, I thought the Brock-Roman match was going to be a flop anyway, just because Mm. don't put them on last. Like, I know what you're trying to do, but don't do it. Like, make them say that. Honest to God, Charlotte versus Asuka should have closed WrestleMania. Like, Oh, absolutely. That would have been the banger, right? Um, But... Yeah, that match was kind of weird. I actually really enjoyed the Shinsuke-AJ match. Mm. But I feel like they got cut like seven minutes. Because yeah. I was expecting... Because I what I was telling uh, my wife is I was like, okay, I'm, I'll get real inside baseball on you. And, you know, she, God bless her. She's real patient with me about the dumb wrestling shit. But I'm like, I'm wondering what type of match they're going to have. Like before it started, I was like, are they going to have a WWE-style match? Or are they going to try to do a little bit more of the strong style New Japan stuff? But as it started, they started doing a King's Road match. Because what it was is a very slow start, right? Mm-hmm. And they're feeling each other out and all this stuff. And then, you know, AJ gets a few elbows in. Well, then Shinsuke starts doing kicks. And then AJ started doing kicks, but then started, like, tying them up in some holds. And then yeah. the holds from Shinsuke started turning into like pin submissions and stuff like. So they were like going up the ladder of King's Road, and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah!" They're they're doing the layers. They're doing the two punches equals one kick type shit. Mm. And I was like, "Oh my god, if this is a thirty-five minute match, this might be the best thing we've ever seen at a WrestleMania." Like bar yeah. because building up to that is stellar, and because that's I mean you're talking Mitsuharu Misawa. Like Kenta Kobashi, like the all Japan, New Japan, early 90s, pretty mm-hmm. violent shit that happened. But it was beautiful storytelling. And it seems like they got past Act 1 and they were in Act 2. And then they were about to get to Act 3 and then the match ends. And I was like, uh, did they get cut on time? Like, because I was fully expecting that beautiful counter from, uh, AJ to end of the Styles Clash to end the mm. match. I was like, oh, gorgeous. This is where it's going to start picking up. <clears throat> I was like, yeah. this is where they're going to start doing amazing arm bars and they're going to start doing all the crazy shit and the Shinsuke like go for four or five Kinsashas and barely miss and then the last one he's going to hit it and win. And I was like, oh, this is going to be stellar. And then AJ does the counter into the Styles Clash, then one, two, three, match over. Mm. And I was like, wait, what? Like... <laughs> No, that yeah, did they just did they just hit one like one finish? That was one finisher. Yeah, okay. And yeah, uh, that that did feel cut. Yeah, because I was like, there is you're telling me that two masters of the false finish 
aren't allowed to do false finishes. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of theory online that, oh, well, they didn't want to cut into the main event. Because if the main event was going to have a lot of false finishes, they wanted to save the drama for that. And I can kind of get that. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, we expected a lot of false finishes. We didn't get it. Mm. Um, the match itself was structured very well. I loved I what they did. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't even think about the uh, King's Road stuff until you just uh, pulled that pull, uh, pulled that out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was I was sitting there and I'm like, we're watching a Japanese match. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. That's all I said. Like, me and Mori, me Mori and Anubis are sitting there and we're just like, I'm, I'm really surprised. Like, all the guys, all the New Japan guys in the crowd must be popping hard on this right yeah. now. Oh yeah. Yeah, because they were. I mean, it was one of those that they were. Uh, they were hitting the right moves at the right time, mm-hmm. which is why I was like, okay, this is something that they have been brainstorming since New Japan. Like they're, they're delivering on a promise they made to each other. Like that's really yeah. what it started feeling like. Um, I will say though, heel Shinsuke genius idea. Yeah. I Absolute I brilliant. I've been like, saying since NXT, we need Shinsuke. heel Shinsuke. Yeah. yeah. We need that vicious killer Shinsuke. That's what we a, need. A good idea to really nail it home. And this is like a perfect setup is bring back, uh, bring back like the authority, mm-hmm. but have the right hand man of triple H be Shinsuke Nakamura coming out in a fucking suit. And then on yeah. the other hand, it's Samoa Joe. They already put Samoa Joe in that opportunity one time. Mm-hmm. He's kind of doing the same thing with Roman right now. Like, hey, I'm going to make your ass tap out. Like, make those two guys the goons. And, oh, my God, I will buy everything they want to publish. Like, because that's what I, – I'm just a huge mark for the old school. We always talked about it on uh, old podcasts and stuff like that. But the WCW stuff – to where uh, Eric Bischoff uh, brought in the great Muda. Oh, yeah. When he brought in the great Muda as, like, his henchman, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Like, oh, yes, Uh, because he doesn't have to talk. And, you know, Samoa Joe and Shinsuke are great. They're a lot of charisma and stuff. But Mm -hmm. if they just come out and handle business, they're bouncers, they're super violent, they just knee people in the back of the head, they put them in, like, an arm bar, make people tap, and that's it, and you're gone, great. Um you know, and people are kind of talking now about they want Shinsuke to be a Paul Heyman guy. I was like, well, yeah, I, I don't think he needs Paul Heyman. I don't think he doesn't really need it. Yeah, he that. doesn't need Heyman. Um, Though he did do he did do something very interesting on SmackDown, which yeah. was, uh, and I'm not talking about like during the match, but like a little interview segment, which. Which uh, was really cool because they're like, oh, well, why did you do that? And he goes, I, I guess I just got too emotional and I'm really sorry. Wink. And I'm just oh, like, <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, well, no, but why did you do that? And he goes, I'm sorry. I don't speak English. <laughs> the Tajiri. Yes. Yeah. The Tajiri lost in translation. I, oh, so. And I good. was just like, I, I saw that and I'm like, holy shit. Oh, this, this, so is, this is, this is, all we need now is him to basically form chaos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I was going to say, wait for him to say indeed. Just throw one out. I'll, I'll, I'd pop. I'd pop for sure. Oh, God. If he did. He's I, hanging I out actually want to go back, watch that match with the Japanese commentary, and see how much Funaki pops during that match. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, oh, I bet it's constant. Because... Well, because I mean, like, if you if you watch like any of the great Kali's matches, or even the Punjabi prison with uh, yeah. with Indian commentary, Kali shows up and they go oh. fucking nuts. <laughs> Kali. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, overall, like WrestleMania was fine. I see a lot of people say we're show. I've I've ever seen, and I'm like, if this is the worst wrestling show you've ever seen, you are fucking brand new to this, Jack. Dude, because I, I, I popped for Nicholas. Like, literally, I popped oh, for Nicholas. And then the Raw <laughs> the night after was the best. <laughs> like, I love Braun Strowman so much yeah. because <laughs> he's the perfect balance of lovable oaf. Like, he's slightly dumb, but not really. You know what I mean? Like, he he they have that smidgen of, like, Whenever he was so upset, and I'm so glad it got such a great pop in the audience, whenever he's like, there's a scheduling conflict, and then they all look at him, and he's like, <laughs> Nicholas is in the fourth grade, and then the whole crowd lost it. I was like, that's such a great line, but anyone else saying that wouldn't have worked, but the oh. way he said it, like, he delivered on it, and it's like, well, where is your tag team partner? Nicholas? Oh, he's right here. He's been here the whole time, and he, like, slightly moves <laughs> over, and then he comes up from behind. Uh, I I thought the whole Nicholas thing was was interesting. It was it was yeah. very weird. What I what I loved was afterwards uh, all like the the and I'm gonna use the term the uh, the kayfabe sites, the ones that are mm-hmm. just like making oh, jokes right. about the stuff. Yeah. Were just like uh, after winning the Raw tag team titles, Nicholas has been suspended for 30 days for Flintstones chewables. <laughs> yeah, for violation of the wellness policy. <laughs> Free son. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was just like it made me laugh, and of course, like you had workers tweeting stuff like uh, Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie's fucking hilarious on Twitter. Oh yeah, that was a good one. And he's and he was just like, I I uh, don't forget the pre-order the Rise and Fall of Nicholas on the shop a WWE shop. <laughs> like, yeah, my favorite one he did was as soon as it happened, he was like, "Well, Nicholas's indie work rate just went up." <laughs> <laughs> or like how much you could charge? Oh, baby, wow! Like, that's like so good, man. The, the fact that um, they're um, recognizing the title reign on the website, like it is, is interesting. an official canon. If fucking David Arquette could be WCW champion, by God, Nicholas is going to be. <laughs> He's in the books. And sure. somebody, somebody threw out like a an interesting theory. Like uh, obviously, it's complete bullshit. But remember how. Um, they wanted the new day to break demolition's record because demolition was suing them. Right. So Renee Dupree was the youngest tag team champion. <laughs> <laughs> so the theory goes like Vince remembered that Renee Dupree didn't like smile at him at a at oh. backstage at a show or something like right. that. And he goes, you know what? Fuck that guy too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> get, get a him. younger guy. Get a 10 year old in there. <laughs> Like, see how they Cole, fight with that one. Tony, you have your kid here. <laughs> uh, so Where's he sitting? Is it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> over in the back. And I was, I was expecting like a return, but like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was just, too. Like he was gonna go in the crowd, and then it's like, oh wait, 
you know, uh, Bobby Lashley or something. Yeah, and of course they brought Lashley back on Monday, and uh, yeah. which was hilarious. Oh, that was so great. Uh, yeah, it, it's so weird that there wasn't a ton of like big returns at WrestleMania. They waited till the day after. Well, you know what I mean. Like we, we got our big return at WrestleMania with Daniel Bryan, though. And yeah. I mean, you don't want to taint that. That's true. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah, I'm I'm still stunned, and I still need to watch it. But I'm still stunned they gave away Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles on television. Like, you crazy? Oh, yeah. Like, save that I, shit I, for fucking. Like, well, there's a lot of potential for uh, for uh, another matchup down mm-hmm. the road. So. And yeah, and yeah. I saw the the Shinsuke like run in, and he like ruined yep. the yeah, match. And I was like, yeah. I was like, ruin the match? Are you give me that triple threat every day of the week forever, <laughs> yeah. please. Right. Though um, I did cringe yeah. when he uh, he hit the Beaumier on the oh, back of the head. Yeah, mm. it's like Daniel, you better take it easy, <laughs> brother, because God damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just like during Daniel Bryan's match where he was getting the Huluva kick, and I was still like, oh. Or yeah. any any headshots. Yeah, sure. any headshots with with D. Brian. I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> this might be his last match." Right. <laughs> oh, just adds uh, that drama. Oh, but it's gross. It's like it's like watching NASCAR for the uh, car crashes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's a certain intrigue about it, but mm-hmm. I guess whenever they cleared him, they really cleared him. Yeah. Oh God yeah. Bless, man. Uh, but uh, of course, as is WrestleMania tradition, the NXT takeover the night before was way better. <laughs> that's You're that's a new wrong. WrestleMania tradition. Is uh, the NXTs are awesome? But uh, that's, a, that's a takeover tradition. Every takeover is better than yeah. the pay per view that follows it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and that's fair. And I mean, and yeah, WrestleMania was solid. All the hate online and stuff. Nah, screw the haters. Like yeah, it, it was fine. It worked. Like, it was fine. Yeah, it was it's fine. It was very watchable. You could go rewatch it and still enjoy it. Like that's great. Better than what you was got my wife it. into it. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got it. It was good for me. So yeah, better than like WrestleMania twenty six or whatever it was. <laughs> Which one did the Miz headline? Oh, uh, what about the 30? one where uh, Brock and uh, and Goldberg uh, oh, went out Wrestle- to get booed the shit out of WrestleMania twenty? Yeah. <laughs> And the only highlight of that entire pay-per-view, besides the main event, because that's the one where uh, Benoit won, I think. Mm -hmm. And then Eddie Guerrero was out to hug him. Um, But that was the return of The Undertaker as The Undertaker. Uh, He came back as the dead man instead of American Badass. And had that really good uh, deal with Kane about, Mm. oh, my brother's dead, and who's this phony of The American Badass, and I want my brother back, and... I'll do yeah. everything I can to kill you. That way, my brother has to come take your soul. And I was like, all right. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'll out. It, it looks like they're getting ready to, to kill off the dead man again, though. So that's really? a thing. Because oh, he's, he's booked for Royal, uh, for the uh, the Saudi Arabia Royal Rum, Greatest Rumble match thing. Yeah. So in a casket match. Take that? I, oh, think yeah. I, think, I think it's Rusev Day. Yeah, it's okay. Rusev. I, that would be, I'd be surprised. Yeah, but they I, can bring him back as as the American badass. So I was ex- I was expecting that at, at WrestleMania. So was I. John Cena ran ran to the ramp in his uh, fan clothes. 
Oh, that, yeah. that was another thing workers had so much fun with on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> James so Storm, the ref came to tell him that they had free beer backstage. <laughs> My favorite deal is whenever John, they, uh, whenever they gave the uh, uh, congratulations, everyone. We have an attendance record of seventy eight thousand two hundred forty one. And I was like, did they count Cena? Because he left his seat. Like, is he part of that count? I don't know. The world may never know. Um, so I thought it was a good idea to bring Taker back and have mm. him squash Cena. Oh, I that was that terrific. Was oh, yeah. Great yeah. move. Definitely. Great move. Because you need to make Undertaker a threat again. Because he's starting to get a little wobbly. Well, I mean, yeah. literally and figuratively. Like a little... Mm. I mean, he was healthy, right? Yeah, yeah. This time, yeah, he looked good. He did. Freaking, he did old school. He walked across the ropes. Like, even my wife was like, oh, shit. Like, whenever he got up on the ropes, I was like, yeah, this is a real deal, man. This is 20, however many years in the making. Um, but, yeah, great that they brought him on. Hell of a deal for Cena to let him squash him. I mean, Cena has nothing else to prove. But it's still a big deal whenever someone squashes Cena. Like, he's just leveraged now. You know, he's he, he's the, the tackle box guy that you can kind of use him as bait for anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting. Um, overall, I wish Triple H would stop wrestling. I, I I don't think Triple H as a wrestler makes a lot of sense anymore. Um, not unless it's like a very big deal, like once every other WrestleMania or something. Yeah. Like, basically, I think he should have an army of henchmen. I think he should be like, no, I'm going to pick this to go after you. I'm going to pick this to go after you. Oh, you're talking shit? Well, a tag team match against my boys. Bam. Like, I have the strongest guys on the roster. You can't beat me. You can't. I'm untouchable. Mm. And then you have someone like a Goldberg or whatever. Not necessarily Goldberg, but someone with a build like that to be able to come in and say, I'm going to go through every one of your henchmen, but I'm going to get you. And then there's your Mm. year and a half long storyline. Yeah. 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 Um. They try. I guess they tried to do something like that with Seth Rollins as the Kingslayer, mm-hmm. but like, well, H and Shane have been doing matches back to back for like the past few years, right? And yeah, majority he's of them. Another one that both, needs to stop. Both of them are losing, you know, just for whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, make, right. They're filling in, and okay. yeah. yeah, and like up the value of the WrestleMania in a sense. Right, exactly. Like I guess, but I, that's so weird because I still I don't know. I'm I'm kind of jaded against Triple H. Um, not for like the oh he just married his way into the company. Like I don't care about that. <clears throat> I just I just don't, I just think he was better earlier in his career, like before he was the game and all this other stuff. Oh, back like, when he was the the Connecticut Blue Blood. <laughs> right, like whatever he. Would actually have long technical matches because I mean, oh, dude yeah. was trained by Killer Kowalski. Yeah. So it's like, be the be that guy, be the grappling manipulator mechanic guy. Yeah. Um, I, you can do I do want to see the vicious game Triple H. Uh, yeah. Before he's done, done. I do want to see a vicious one. Yeah. I mean, a vicious yeah. one would be nice. It's just who who do you have it directed at? Um, right. that's the, the big problem you have right now. I mean, the uh, roster doesn't like yeah, Seth's done his thing with have, him. We don't, we don't see Joe doing it. Yeah. No, Joe, yeah. Joe's too like Hetchman right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I but it's interesting. I mean, very interesting uh, landscape. There's a lot of good that's going to come from it. It's a lot of weird stuff, though. Like, mm-hmm. weird in a good way to where you can't quite tell what's going to happen. And I guess that's the type of vibe they've been wanting to get for years. They just couldn't quite nail down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting, fun time to be a wrestling fan. I think the in-ring product is better than it's ever been in the history of the business. Um, yeah. Just the so. talent. and you're, Whenever your C-listers are, uh, oh, let's see. Who would be a C-lister? C-lister. Big Show? Yeah, like and Big Show's been around by choice though, by choice, not yes, by like oh correct. he's not, no he's not doing well, but like by choice. Yeah, just, correct. Um, yeah, and I mean you have like Bo Dallas, but like Bo Dallas is great, <laughs> especially as part mm-hmm. of the Mistourage, you know. So yeah. if that's your lower rung, you're doing okay. Like yeah, you're doing fine. Yeah, um, Drew Gulak. How great is that PowerPoint gimmick, by the way? PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, because, of course, NXT TakeOver was fantastic. Yeah. The the uh, Gargano-Ciampa match. Ooh, man. Uh, I literally cringed about four times in that match. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> to where I... There was... The spot that made me go like, ah, the worst was the cement powerbomb. Like, mm. the, the sunset flip powerbomb onto the cement. Because you could hear Champa's head crack against the back of the cement. Mm, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh Jesus. Just like, <laughs> bad. And then he laid there for about four minutes. And I was like, brother, just don't get up. Like, just, <laughs> you're done. You Slay did that. your time. That's fine. Just pin him. You're good. Uh, but yeah. no, and then they went another 15 freaking minutes. Yeah. There was Lord. that, what, that one headshot with the crutch, too. A headshot. That that was the other thing, because I was like, they did a headshot with a weapon. Yeah. What? Like, and it, he didn't do the, or uh, do the Undertaker yeah. chair shot and thing, the- which, you know, I agree with. You should fucking block that shit. But took it. Just Mick Foley style leaned into it, cracked him over the head like, oh. Yeah. Um, that that was the one that made me cringe during that match, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah, and I thought the ending was great because it it was a great storytelling ending. Oh yeah, yeah. To where there was that little bit of Gargano that was like going to sit next to his friend. He was gonna stab the shit out of him too, which yeah. I loved. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he was gonna like, ah, ah, and then he felt mercy, and then he set it down, and then he sat right next to him because that famous yeah, pose where like, they would, yeah, they, they like wear the or the rest their head on each other and stuff like that. But then the moment Ciampa started moving, <laughs> Carcano grabs the mask, face mask, is like fucking ah! like <laughs> made me laugh. I was like, that's it, boy, you got it. Oh, is, is that uh, is that meme of that lion and the guy? And it's like when your dog has something going on. Oh, right, where he's like crying. <laughs> his, <laughs> your dog has chocolate in its mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we're, we're talking the high points of Takeover. What was your low point of Takeover? 
Let's see if Takeover. Uh, <laughs> that would be like a, a very high low point for me. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there, there's not a whole lot of low points. I still don't think they quite know what to do with Basler. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that entire match to me just, it, it just didn't feel right. I mean, to yes. me, that was my low point and of the entire card. Yeah. What I find really intriguing about her, though, is she is making wrestlers wrestle in a different way. Like, it mm-hmm. does, it's almost a mix of the weird, like, back in the mid 90s where you would have, like, shoot wrestling. Mm-hmm. Even though it was scripted, mm. it wasn't. You were like Shamrock, and like you know what I mean. And you have like Steve Blackman, and you had that sort of. That's kind of what I'm the vibe I'm getting with Basler. I'm like, okay, yeah, I this, I could definitely get like a a Pancrase, um, yeah, yeah, style yeah, out of her, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, give her a little bit of time, and she'll learn the ring mechanics and stuff. But I'm like, okay, yeah. like I loved her match with Ember Moon because it didn't feel like a wrestling match i was intrigued more than anything i was like what's going on right now and then whenever they would do the arm stuff and they were still selling it like the psychology of a wrestling match but then at the very end whenever basler does that sick like elbow kick thing mm-hmm. like i whenever they lay the, down and she goes yeah. and however she does it it's safe but it doesn't look safe um just a great spot like a totally yeah. solid I mean, even her like bashing her shoulder up against the uh, the post was nice. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like the weird mechanical stuff using the ring as a weapon. <laughs> it's but, a different vibe. But but the I mean the I wanted a more methodic pace, which we kind of got out of that one. Yeah. Um, because that I mean that plays to her strengths, mm-hmm. and the yeah. whole time I'm just thinking I'm like. I actually legit said this to Maury while we're watching. I go, I would have much rather seen Ember Moon and Peyton Royce than this. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, be, I, you'd be used to that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not even that I'm not used to like a, a, a different style. It's just the styles clashed too much. Oh, I see. And I was mm. just like, I mean, Baszler can do some good shit. I mean, I'm not I'm not sold on her charisma or any of the other shit. Yeah. But um, I mean, given given her the title right now is is a poor move, in my opinion. Uh, it doesn't cheapen the belt because the the way she ended up winning it. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it just feels like it's too soon. Yeah, and maybe um, I could I can see that. And the the reason why I think I like Basler is. She's almost a puzzle to solve. Mm-hmm. Like that that's kind of the vibe I get with her matches is okay, let's see how Oscar would take on Basler. Let's see how mm-hmm. so each person's gonna try to like let me maneuver around this and kinda Yeah. Uh and I think there's something really cool there because a lot of times, I mean, honest to God, uh, part of that reminds me of like Dean Malenko. That every wrestler yeah. would approach Dean Malenko a different way. But Dean was so good at wrestling in his own very specific style that 
you had to like it was almost David and Goliath, but not because of size. It was more like David and Goliath, but because of style. Like, yeah. how do I break through this weird mechanism of she's gonna come after my elbows and strikes in my joints, and I'm not used to that. So, do I go for like high kicks? But if I do, she's gonna grab my leg out and like you know, you're starting to use that MMA strategy of okay, uh, what? Where? How am I gonna? you know, skin this cat. The problem yeah. I see with, with, uh, with that is what did it do for Malenko? I mean, yeah. he, it, he works backstage. I mean, that's fine. Like he's at that stage of his career, mm-hmm. but he never got past that, that mid card. He was a gatekeeper. Yeah. yeah. Total. Absolutely. And I mean, is that what we're going to do with Baszler? Because if so, then, then great. If not, yeah. and you want to do great things with her, then I mean you're you're going about it the wrong way. Like there's a very yeah. specific type of fan that goes and says, "I want to watch Dean Malenko wrestle every fucking night." Right. Yes, that is a very niche market. That is a yeah, totally. And like that's what I loved about Daniel Bryan's book because he was that guy. He was like, yeah. I didn't care about anything else. He was like, I wanted to watch Eddie Guerrero versus Dean Malenko, and I wanted to be trained by Shawn Michaels. Those are my two yeah. dreams in the world, and that was it. Like he was very adamant, like he didn't want anything else. Yeah. But you're exactly right. Like, but because to go on the point to bring it back to like Peyton Royce, Peyton Royce is superstar mega billboard material. Yeah. Like that is showstopper. If you put her, you know, if if Miz and Maurice as like a wrestling thing didn't work out, if you put mm. Peyton Royce and the Miz on the same team. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah. It would be you couldn't fit their superstar ego in a limousine. You know yeah, what I mean? Spoke, like spoke, spokesperson, bigger than life. Like oh, so look how great we are with these big feather jackets and like oh yeah, they could eat into it, right? Um, and she'd be a genius at it. But Basler's going to be one of those that uh, honestly, it sounds weird, but she might be kind of a Samoa Joe style. That fight feel. Yeah, yeah, the big fight boxer. Let's mm. throw down, you know. Yeah, yeah but the, the, the problem is we're going to get that on both whatever show Ronda Rousey ends up on, which is going to be raw because they're not shifting her. I can yeah. tell you that much. Um, you know, we're going to have that on raw and then we're going to have that on NXT. That's mm-hmm. very odd to kind yeah. of do that. Um, and, uh, and something I kind of wanted to touch base with you guys, and it's kind of related to this point, is, you know, we all love NXT. It's kind of the yep. place to go for... But there's one problem I'm starting to see with NXT, and we've touched on it a little bit before, but now it's way more apparent. So NXT, everybody's over. No matter what yeah. your gimmick is, no matter if it's goofy or awesome or whatever, like, you're over, um, the crowd loves you, if you're a bad guy, they boo you. If you're a good guy, they cheer you. Where there's going to be a problem is now the fans know about NXT. So mm-hmm. the whole idea of, oh my goodness, uh, Peyton Royce is now on SmackDown. Well, she's already wrestled a majority of the women on the SmackDown roster because they're also from NXT. Yeah. So now there's no newness anymore. There's not a sense of 
who is this person and let's discover what they're like together and oh my goodness what a what a great dream match well these matches already happened and you could argue NXT since it is just on the network and not on television there's going to be just a TV audience which is substantial mm. would but they're at least I mean, going to hear stuff about it before it ever happens probably a year or two before it ever happens I mean you got it on um, you got it on the network of course but then you also have it on Hulu and the same thing yeah. with 205 Live. So mm. so now you're and, getting to the point to where now the main rosters are filled with NXT people. Yep. So now you don't really have three brands. You just have NXT that comes on different times of the day. Yeah. Um, but what, it, what will that mean for retention? What will that mean for the spontaneity? What will that mean... Uh, there's going to be weird ramifications for it because they're going to start having to change the way they go about doing angles. And Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to bring up NXT as part of main roster angles. They have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're absolutely going to have to. It's a good thing that NXT pay-per-views don't happen like every month. Yes. So there's, when they move up, they don't put them they don't put them together with the people they went up against, like their most recent, their most recent match in NXT, their very last match in NXT. Yeah. Um, they, they subtly put them in there like eventually, but not, it's not directly. As uh, soon as they're moved up, they go straight to like, yeah. you know, uh, like Nakamura and Joe, they didn't go straight to that. that that's true. It's really um, a subtle. The, like the breathing room. Yeah. 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 Like they, they make it happen. And um, yeah, it's just a weird dynamic because beforehand, you clearly had your Randy Orton's who were like mainstays though. I've been on freaking raw for 14 years and you're not going to do a damn thing about it. And then you get NXT people coming in to challenge him. Like, Oh, who are these new guys? Oh my God. And there's this weird give and take with it. But now it's changing of the guard for sure. Yeah. But now you have like, you know, Enzo's gone, but like big Cass (laughs) is big Cass going to be the gatekeeper for SmackDown, you know? And it's like, well, Okay, like I, yeah. <laughs> it's just a weird vibe shift, um, but it's a neat one because it's going to force them to think of storylines in a different way. Because yeah. you just don't have well, you just got on SmackDown four months ago, and I've been here for eight months, so we have two months of chemistry together. Like, no, we used to battle it out in NXT. Yeah, I still have a receipt to give you. You know, you still got a grudge bigger stage. Yeah, yeah, like bigger stage. Let's bring it. Almost like how they promoted the dream match of Nakamura mm-hmm. and AJ. But what they were really talking about is, hey, this is the rematch from that New Japan thing you guys watched. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the first time we added here. Right? Yeah, this is the one time. So be sure to watch. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. So they're gonna think about that. And another thing is that just reminded me that Roman Reigns tweeted that he would fight anyone, anywhere, at any time for any reason. And then the Kenny. the. Kenny Omega, the first person, he was like, oh, really? And I was like, oh, don't tease. You tease. <laughs> I, I I will say this much. Like, I, last year, um, actually, no, the not the last New Japan in the U.S. show, but the G1 special in, in um, Long Beach. Yes. Um, last year. I mean, those a couple of those guys kind of stuck around, and then they ended up backstage at Raw and SmackDown. I'm talking about mostly Okada. Mm-hmm. And Okada is kind of like an ambassador for, for New Japan. Yes. And the same shit happened again this past weekend. Yeah, they were around. 
Well, it's, yeah, they were around, but we also had guys like Okada hanging out backstage be, behind, uh, backstage on Raw and SmackDown yeah, again yeah, that's, that's and such. Mean. And it's like, do you, it's, it's just an interesting thought because of the way the direction on um, WWE is kind of changing. Could yeah. we potentially see some kind of, of collab between the two? I think so, and I think that that would be a great way to promote WWE Network. Is yeah, yeah. you have a pay per view that is a you know uh, like Ring of Honor, you know, oh what what do they call that one? The World One, uh, like Best in the oh, World. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So best like that type of deal to where War they'll the have world. a yeah yeah oh yeah we're the worlds and uh, like have that sort of vibe about. We're going to get these five different companies together. So you're going to see people from Ring of Honor and WWE, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Progress, Beyond, and whoever else. NWA, now that they got the rights to do whatever. Yeah. So let's bring in some key competitors and do a single elimination to showcase. Just the same way we did the Cruiserweight Tournament, the same way we did UK Tournament. Let's do it promotion-based. Oh, and by the way... While we're doing this, remember, all the Ring of Honor video library has now been added to the WWE Network. So now yeah, because can... Honor Club is complete bullshit. Yeah, that thing's dead. Dead in the water. ROH was smart. I don't know who's in charge of it anymore. Probably not Gabe. Um, but, uh, like, sell the rights. To, for God's sake, make WWE Network the one place in North America to get worldwide wrestling in English. Yep make it happen they have the platform use it do your royalties whatever you got to do that's the way you survive and apparently uh, they're going to be using a lot of tna footage coming up which is the, whenever kurt brought up the uh <laughs> whatever well, he said it on, on yeah on he, raw. he said that on raw and it was just like oh shit but even before that you had uh over the weekend they did the little um the little gimmick with uh uh during the hall of fame where they show the video packages and stuff the mm -hmm. first video package that they showed for like what's coming to the network included um, the Hardy 24 thing that's going to be on. Yeah. Which looks cool. And they show drunk Jeff Hardy in a TNA ring during the Sting match, like <laughs> yeah. leaning in the corner. And I'm just like, oh, they didn't fucking do that, did they? Yeah. During the AJ build. The AJ Nakamura build. That's right. We we got a few shots of not only just young AJ in TNA, but uh, AJ one of the last times he won the TNA World yeah. Title. Yes. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, "What in the fuck is going on?" Yeah. So I think it's that's smart they're doing, business. They're doing a partnership with the the Hardy, right? Hardy yeah. thing, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's not just the Hardy thing because. You know, they, they got the AJ stuff, too, like the, the clips yeah. that they used in, in that. And, I mean, we had Dixie on the fucking um, Kurt Angle t thing um, mm. last year, which was really surprising. Like, fucking Dixie Carter, like, Miss TNA herself? Like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Like, And, and I, I think that's the way it should be. I think WWE Network, if they really want to be the global destination, we have original programming. Yeah. Well, if you buy out the tape library from TNA, yeah, I'm just saying you got Mick Foley, you got you know freaking Sting, you got Hardys, you got uh, you know AJ Samoa Joe, 
uh, you got your stars now, so yeah. utilize it. Like that is part of their history, and then that's not a taboo subject anymore. And I, I do think that because you know my wife and I were talking about like what's the future of WWE because Vince is getting old. Like, oh yeah, you can really tell now. Like the skin's off of his neck, like that type of old. To where oh, he's going to focus on football soon. Yeah, he's got that XFL to worry about. Um, but but it, yeah, but exactly on the way out. What does the future of the business look like without a Vince McMahon? And I think it's more collaboration. I think it oh, is yeah. getting more of the tapes, doing business deals with these companies, um, shit like buying up smaller things like the GFW. Uh, making things like that happen. Like, yeah, come on in, guys. We'll sponsor you. You do... You work for WWE now, but you're your own independent label. Like, you'll see this in music all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, Sony Music is one of the biggest conglomerates in the world. However, they fund thousands of smaller producing, record producing companies. Thousands. Yeah. So if you go, yeah. So you go un- underground. Oh, this this young hot band that's signed to this indie label. Actually, that indie label is owned by Sony Music Group. Yeah, but it it is what it is, right? It reminds me way back in the day. People didn't know this. Abercrombie and Fitch used to own Hot Topic. Yep. So you had both. You had the people that were anti-establishment going to Hot Topic, but then you had the actual establishment of Abercrombie and Fitch. So the two were at war, owned by the same company. They don't care. Yeah. They yeah, build that. Oh, us versus them. They get the same money regardless. Like that's what you do. Yeah, you. <laughs> that's what it is. Make your own Monday Night War, but instead of using Raw and SmackDown, Ring of Honor versus New Japan. Who's better? Let's see. I mean, that's I, Ring of Honor is already great about doing it, you yeah. know. So it's just a continuation and giving it more of a worldwide platform. I'd watch a shit ton more Ring of Honor if I could get it through WWE Network. Oh, absolutely! Right. Oh, hundred percent. Like no doubt in my mind. Um, and even if even if that meant that the subscription went from nine ninety nine to like let's just say fourteen ninety nine or, yeah, or whatever, totally. I would be I I would be fine with that. Sign me up. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's how you could dictate the tiers. If you just want the WWE stuff, ten bucks a month—that never changes. If you want um, other North American promotions, such as Ring of Honor, you know all this, that fourteen ninety nine. If you want worldwide, so CMLL, mm-hmm. uh, New Japan, you know all Japan. I know Noah's coming back. Yeah, like. Uh, was 20 the, you got, tw- you yeah, got 20 Crash, you got Triple uh, A, you know, kind of just mm-hmm. get yeah. everything. That was oh, a hardcore. Yep. Yeah. It's all, I'm surprised that hasn't already happened, by the way, the House of Hardcore stuff. Because that's a Tommy Dreamer joint. Yep. And he's yeah. already employed by WWE, I think, right? He's back-end um, trainer guy, maybe? He's, Mentor? He's got like a Legends deal with them. So it's like just... Ambassador sort yeah. Of yeah, okay. So yeah, I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Be able to show that on WWE Network as like the alternate viewing experience, TVMA. But because yeah. it's on yeah. the network, they don't have to owe it to the 
you know, the ad people like yeah. they could they could work out that deal to have ad mm-hmm. stuff just for the TVMA and then have the other stuff there. So yeah. Uh I that's where it's headed. I mean it's it's going that way. It's just it's not a matter of if it will, it's when it will. Yeah. Um I mean so I yeah. would love to be able to see yeah, like Shimmer, cool. Shine and um uh, mm-hmm. and Stardom on fucking WWE sure. Network as well. And what a great yeah. PR move of saying you really respect women's wrestling. Then getting an all women's wrestling promotion or two or three. Yeah. To bam. You want to see you want to see Kyrie Sane back before she was Kyrie Sane? Yeah. Stardom. You want to see Asuka when she yeah. was known as Kana? Go back yeah. and watch. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Watch this. Watch that. You know, it's just. Oh, it'd be so good. I love it. I'd never not have it on. It'd be streaming in my house like 24-7. I'd have something going, something wrestling going all the time. I'd, I'd be watching it more than Blade Runner. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I would sleep with it in my bed. That's how much I would be watching it. Fuck, um, fuck you, Animal Crossing. Yeah, the network you. Today. That 3DS just became the WWE network machine. <laughs> That's all that is. Fuck you, Tom Nook. Yeah, get out of here with your crap Pokemon Omega get, Ruby. Get the WWE network on your 3DS. They they got it, man. It's on there. Skyrim Skyrim it up. Yeah. (laughs) God, they have like the YouTube thing and all the stuff that is not a video game on the 3DS kind of fucking sucks. Like, they're really not very good. The browser is terrible. Their YouTube app is like absolute dog shit. It's so bad. Like, I'm not even a really good developer, and I could probably develop a better YouTube app than, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just bad. Ew, it's gross. Um, oh, but speaking of video games, I don't know. Well, we should talk about video <laughs> games. <laughs> so I finally got the PS3 hooked up properly nice. through, uh, yeah, through my freaking... So the PS3, as you all know, and I know, I know Marco knows. I was going to ask you about this, too, Marco. Okay. PS3 is a fucking pain in the ass. It is. The the high def copyright protection. I hate it. The, it's so it's a feature that's you can activate or deactivate on like a PS4. Xbox One, I think, has it off by default, but certain apps require it to turn on. Um yeah. and what that is, is it blocks any recording from the device. Mm-hmm. So Whenever you hook it up to like a capture card, it won't give you a signal. It'll be like, this has high def copyright protection. Please see owner's manual, blah, blah, blah. You're breaking the law or whatever. And you're like, okay, this is stupid. Thank God I have the Aver Media Live Gamer Portable because someone made a custom firmware that disables it. So it uses it almost like an HDMI splitter. It, It gets the signal. It deactivates the high def copyright stuff. And then it just resyncs it back to the output on on the uh, on the HDMI. Okay. So I was able to finally get it working with the sound to come through. Everything was good. I basically have to run it through a little app, but since it comes in at 1080, I just maximize it on my screen, mm-hmm. and then move the mouse, and then the borders go away. They like fade away. You can't tell the difference. Like at my latest Twitch stream, I played almost two hours of PS3 stuff. So like backwards compatible stuff just to test it out and it looked great like you can't tell that it's actually four things removed from actually being a live feed of my playstation 3 you can't tell um 
but like I know you had the PS3 hooked up through your Elgato. Mm-hmm. Is that right to do Suikoden and you played yeah. Yakuza? Was there something like that you had to go through if you remember to set that mm-hmm. up, or was it something that the Elgato just did? It just let you. I think it, it. The, El- the Elgato just did, and I was I. I don't think I was. I don't think I was doing any sort of online gaming. Um, it was mainly like oh. single player, not like online. That's that's the games that I was uh, streaming gotcha. at, at back at that time. So yeah, right. I wasn't doing any online gaming because you know I needed that for the streaming portion. So yeah, right, yeah, you gotcha. Um, to eat that bandwidth, but yeah, like out of all the devices, and now I'm trying to rock out this AV cable to HDMI adapter, mm-hmm. and. For whatever reason, it doesn't like going through a capture card. Mm. Because I mean, technically, mm. I guess I'm doing three conversions of the video. Yeah. So th- there's probably a good oh, reason. Okay. What I w- what I would really because basically it's one of these. I'll, I'll hold up the camera and a uh, big plug for us. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Precipice Podcast. Um, if you want to see the live stuff, which yeah. you should, because the video makes everything better. And uh, but basically, it's one of these bad boys. Let me open this damn thing. Oh my god, this thing gets super freaking hot as well whenever it's plugged in. I don't know why, but it gets like scorching hot. Uh, but it's one of these. It's uh, backwards on the camera because of Skype. But it's an HDMI deal. So basically, you do the three right here, mm-hmm. and then you flip it around, and then it's HDMI out, and then you can hold the format yeah. button and either make it uh, seven twenty or ten eighty. And then if you hold it down, it makes it 16 by 9 or 4 by 3. So, like, it changes aspect ratio, and then it changes resolution. So, running analog cables through this side to an HDMI out to an HDMI, HDMI in on my AverMedia to an HDMI out mm-hmm. to my PC through the... So, yeah, this is, like, four layers deep of video conversions happening. I want to get it working because I want to hook up the GameCube. I want to mm-hmm. hook up the Dreamcast. Um, I want to be able to get good footage from that without using an emulator. Um, but, I mean, it's way easier just to use an emulator. See, I know in the past what I've done with uh, things I've had to hook up with uh, composite or, or component, um, I, hook them up, I, would use, I used to hook them up through my stereo receiver. And uh, uh, use the HDMI out from the stereo receiver to my capture card. That makes sense. That's a good idea because that way you're unscrambling yeah. the signal, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're, you're like using it as a moderator to yep. send a proper signal over. That's a good idea. Uh, kind of as a switch. Um, and not the Nintendo thing, but like a, <laughs> a, te- a tech switch. Uh, that yeah, it, it's so weird. That's the part. It's fun because we're all you know, Twitch streamers and make video and stuff. Yeah, that's the type of shit no one tells you about. Before you get into yeah. this racket and into this business, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna hook up my thing and I'm gonna play the video games and I'm gonna talk on my microphone. Nope. <laughs> like you got to worry about video conversions. You got to worry about bit rates. You got to worry, you know. And it's fun and it's cool to learn. And, you know, after you do it for a while, it's just like second nature. Yeah. But all that's the. Yeah. But you got to get there. I mean, it's that's the part they don't tell you about. And then people start doing it and they're like, this is hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's real hard. (laughs) 
Oh man, but uh, yeah, I'm. I'm I, I was actually. I'm glad I got both of you here on the uh, on the show this time, because I'm going through a weird. I think I mentioned it before. A weird like superhero itch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the more of the video gamey, you know. Rewatched my uh, Spider Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I rewatched the Spider Man Shattered Dimensions uh, West versus Backlog. And I was like, mm. you know what? The more I think about that game, the more I really like playing it. So, what else is out there? So, I actually ended up getting. And it reviewed really poorly. Let me actually go grab it real quick. It's right over here. But I got this game. I saw it. And then I was like, yeah, I saw this game on the shelf. And it was made by a cool team. And I'm going to play this game, and I haven't played it yet. I looked at all the reviews. It got fucking bombed. Like, oh, terrible reviews. Yeah. And I was like, what? But I'll, I'll go grab it real quick. I'm curious what that game would be. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a one, one Call thing, of Duty on the Game Boy. One thing I will... Because there's uh, something kind of... with... Oh, there we go. There's something with superhero games where they're supposed to be a little janky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like... It doesn't control super well, or even if it does, there's a weird like unlock mechanism or something. But the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutants <laughs> in Manhattan, uh, the uh, made by Platinum Games, which Ooh, I love Platinum yeah. Games. Metal Gear Revengeance, Bayonetta. Uh, yeah. I was that like, these guys know action. Got this. Thank God, yeah. got it for six dollars. Complete in box, good condition. Oh, cool. There you go. So didn't break the bank on it or anything. But yeah, it came home, got like a 39% on Metacritic. I was like, <laughs> Welp. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like those superhero games, whether it's like those Transformers games, were pretty good, right? They were like... Yeah, Transformers were, were better received. Um, there's, uh, of course, a lot of TMNT games throughout the years. Um, Spider-Man, ton of them. X-Men, not really any of them except for like X-Men Legends and the ones on like 16-bit. Origins of Wolverine was really good. I was as uh, like review-wise. I mean, you you can technically say like the Ultimate Alliance stuff as well. Right, yeah. and Yeah, that too. Right, like the kind of Diablo-esque Marvel heroes. Oh, Marvel heroes. Um, so, but but yeah, games like that. So uh, exactly, like I'm glad you brought up the X Men origin or the Wolverine origins thing, because I was like, what are some hot hits that I'm not thinking of? And that was one of them. And because I'm like, you can get those superhero games now for like five bucks a pop. I yeah. could probably go to GameStop on my PS3, especially because no one's buying PS3 games anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was yeah, looking at some stay. Yeah, but see, but it, what's great is like, oh, buy two get one, or oh, you know, big discounts here, like you know. So like this weekend, I'm going to the game store in the mall, like the big big game store I used to work at, and I'm like, I, I'm gonna get two or three PS3 games. My only problem is the disc drive is very hit or miss on my mm. big full fat PS3 because I have one of. The, it wasn't the original PS3 that plays the backwards compatible. It was the generation right after it. So uh, it's still the huge one, but it's only okay. like, what is it, 40 gig, maybe? Um, okay. 
the big, 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 big one. And uh, I'm, I'm, I should probably open the PS3 and clean out the disk drive and hope that works. Yeah. But I also don't want to risk it. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm surprised this thing lasted this long. Um, because what is that? 14 years. PS4 or PS3 came yeah. out in 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. It's 14 years, man. This thing is trucking along. It is. <laughs> um, all, all the all the downloadable games work great, and thank God because I have like seventy or eighty downloadable games. But I was like, I want to get the library. I want to get the collection. The only PS3 I have two physical PS3 games. One is Metal Gear Solid Four, the big mm-hmm. collector's edition. The which, second which one, according to the internet, is the best superhero game released on the PS3. <laughs> <laughs> the the greatest Solid Snake. Um, yep. And then the other PS3 game, and I know you'll appreciate this one, Marco, is White Knight Chronicles 2. Yeah, I got that one. Dude, good game. And it comes with White Knight Chronicles 1, so it's like you buy two I games. Yeah. A bundle. So yeah. good. Um, they don't make them like that anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so I have that. I'm terrified to try either one in my disc tray because I don't want it to eat it. Like, I don't want it to get it in mm-hmm. there, and then I can never get the disc out, and it doesn't read yeah. it. And I'll be like, no. Um, <laughs> it, it's so much so, my anxiety on it is so high. I'm that close to buying a Craigslist PS3. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? To be like, oh, well, I don't want to hurt my PS3. But if I get another PS3 for like 40 bucks, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll open up that <laughs> one all day. And I'll just link my account, and I'll get all my downloadable games on it, and whatever. And like that one can be the 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 uh, the user, the the ringer. Um, but yeah, like big big on that superhero game kick. And then I'm bummed because, well, this game in particular, like this, any of the Activision superhero games from like the 360 PS3 era, you can no longer get unless they're physical. Yeah. They pulled all that shit off Steam. Yeah. You can't buy it online. Yeah. If you go to the weird, shady third-party websites like G2A or Green Man Gaming, they're charging $70, $80 just for a Steam key. Because yeah. you can't get it anymore. Like, well, mm-hmm. that. Yeah, like if $70, I could go buy eight of those games at the store. You know, yeah. like, it's that's crazy. Um I mean, a lot of that was a licensing issue between, in in the case of uh, Activision and Marvel. I mean, it's a huge licensing issue between the two. And, you know. Because, yeah, and the weird thing is with X-Men, too. So, X-Men, Fox still owns X-Men, right? As of right now, yes. (laughs) And that's the only part of Marvel that Fox owns. Uh, Fantastic Four. Okay, so those two, but everything else, Marvel has its own division, right? Like, its own, like, I'm trying to think of how the business part of it works. Because Marvel technically can't do anything they want with X-Men. They have to go through Fox to get approval. Which is weird as shit. Because, like, Marvel, they own the intellectual property, but the production rights... Are owned by Fox or something like that. Like the uh, the film and TV right. Well, the film rights. Uh, when it comes to the TV stuff, it's yeah. usually a collab between the two. 
Okay. So like uh, Legion. Legion's a good example of it. Ah, it's a collab okay. between Fox yeah. and Marvel. Gotcha. Um, but other than that, I mean, you got uh, – you also have Universal. Universal is another one we really don't talk about. Yeah. Universal has the film rights to Hulk. And uh, last we heard, Namor the Submariner, which those rights may have gone mm. back to Marvel. We don't know. Yeah. But Universal still has the film rights for the Hulk. The interesting bit of that mm. is the um, if Universal wanted to, they can do a standalone Hulk movie. Yeah. But Marvel could use the Hulk in like an ensemble film. Oh, like yeah. Avengers or so Avenger Thor Ragnarok, yeah, for example. Thor, yeah. Um, huh. Sony, Sony is another one. They they got oh, a Spider-Man. partner. They got a partnership with Spider Man. So Spider Man's yeah. in the MCU. However, Venom and like the Sinister Six are Sony. Yeah, Spider Man verse. That's yeah. and that's weird because that came up because of the whole coverage right now for the Spider Man PS4 game. Uh, that's mm-hmm. part of what they discussed in the interview is like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Brian Inahar, who's the creative director over there at, uh, oh, the infamous team. What's their mm-hmm. name? Uh, why can I not think of the publisher or the, yeah, the publisher that Sucker does it infamous? Punch? No, that's yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I think it is Sucker, Sucker Punch okay. um, that's doing the Spider-Man PS4 game. So they, they keep bringing up, like, what about Venom? What about Venom? Because mm-hmm. this is the one place where they could get away with it because it's on a Sony platform, yeah, exclusive, and it's a Spider-Man Marvel thing. So the only answer they've given about Venom in the new Spider-Man game is, yeah, Venom's a really cool character. That's it. That just poker face. That's, that yeah, is yeah. that That's is DLC. so fucking telling. Yeah, side story. Yeah, Gladio's mission. And They're like, oh yeah, he's he's great. Venom's great. Uh, <laughs> superhero esque game, which I I do recommend. It's something I've been meaning to get back to and playing. Prototype. Yeah. So prototype <laughs> one and prototype two. Uh, I need to play prototype two. I played prototype one, and I guess I got to a mission where I couldn't pass it, and I was like, ah, fuck mm-hmm. this. Uh, That's that exactly game, what happened to me. So. Really, like it's weird. It had a lot of tunneling. Like, you'd be doing great, you'd do great, and then it was almost how, you know, Grand Theft Auto would always have those missions about, oh, here's the RC plane. And you're like, oh, fuck, I gotta do these? Like, <laughs> Fucking I, RC plane I, bullshit. I, yeah, I felt like <laughs> Prototype had a few of those type of things, like, to where you were going great, and then it beelined you into, you have to pass this to go through the rest of the story, yeah. and I could just never get past it. And I was like, ah, fuck mm-hmm. this. Um, mm. Prototype 2 apparently was better about that. Yeah. Um, where you could like, and the th- stuff I remember is that was the era where you could like pick up, uh, there are a lot of games like this, like the Hulk game, for instance. And I think there was an X-Men. Yeah. That maybe it might have been X-Men uh, or a Wolverine origins game where you could pick up people and throw them into helicopters. Like you'd just be like, wow. And like toss people into it and like get onto a helicopter and like punch around and do all sorts of crazy stuff. And I remember prototype two having something like that. To where you could like get a helicopter out of the sky and like toss it over and blow shit up. I was like, yeah, that's that's good times. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, Infamous we talked about. That's a good superhero esque. Um, if if you could find uh, Hulk Ultimate Destruction, 
You got to look for a physical copy. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah, that's on GameCube, I think, right? Like, it's on GameCube. It's on Xbox, yeah. PS2. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's it, it, an interesting subgenre to get into, I guess. It's like, I collect superhero games. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't yeah. hear about it a lot on YouTube or whatever. But it, it's neat because some of them are going to be really bad. Mm. But then some of them... I think the thing is, a lot of them are just going to be average. Yeah. Like, a majority of them will yeah. just kind of be middle of the road. Um, but then you have your highlights, like the Arkham games. and mm-hmm. uh, You know, like, Spider-Man 2 is still sort of the de facto Spider-Man game. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you want to do web swinging, you're going to play that. I was looking up uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Um mm. Because I guess there was Amazing Spider-Man One and Amazing Spider-Man Two, and on the Wii U, both of those games are like ten bucks a pop. And I was like, "Great, I have a Wii U. I'll just go pick those up." Can't find yeah. them anywhere. The closest store that has them to me is like two hundred miles away. Shit, oh, for real. Damn. So I may, but then of course Amazon they're charging about thirty-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, "Oh, maybe eBay," but the then eBay one, doesn't have a lot listed. The one problem I have with the Amazing Spider-Man One game. Mm-hmm is the way that they handle uh, handled their DLC um, on the other platforms. Yeah. Because in the game, you can spend real money, like actual money out of your pocket, to buy mobile games for Peter Parker to play on his cell phone. <laughs> what? Yeah. You're, you're, you are you're, buying you're a digital ready, character my territory. mobile games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, thanks, Marvel. Uh, thanks, Marco, for uh, for plugging that Marvel Strike Force game. I've been playing oh. that so goddamn much. <laughs> Good, dude. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I was that's, that's like my, during my Takeover, during Mania, I'm sitting there like watching a show, yeah. pl- tapping away on this thing. And get those orbs. <laughs> and yeah, and, and Maury's just like, what did you just say? I'm like, fucking Marco. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's funny. Like, we all highly recommend the Intro to Mobile Games series that Marco does on his YouTube. However, make sure you have an unlimited data plan because yeah. Yeah. you're going to be like, yeah, that game does look pretty neat. Let me see what this game's about. And then you're going to do it for a little bit, and then you're going to realize four hours go by, and you're like, Yep, so I've wasted a lot of time on this game. And then because I have my phone screen is all like there's one page just for mobile games and literally eighty five percent of them are the ones that you have covered on the show. And I'm like, oh I might play that. That looks interesting. And then the ones that look bad and like you're too nice to say are bad, but they're very bad. Yeah. I'm like I'm gonna get that one because that looks terrible. And then but uh, so so either way it works on me. Uh <laughs> I mean, like right now, I'm in the middle of a raid, so it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, trying to take down Nick Fury. Ah, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> it's good. Oh man, yeah, I do what I can, yeah. guys. Oh, oh, it's super good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other like, because we're about an hour and a half. I think that might be it for this episode. We uh, well, another thing that broke uh, yesterday no. was the uh, new backwards compatible titles, original Xbox backwards compatible yeah. titles. 
There were some good ones, like go. Republic Commando. Um, I don't have the uh, list on in the, front of me. On the 17th, we got Blinks the Time Sweeper, Breakdown, uh, Conquer Live and Reloaded, Morrowind mm. is coming. Ah. Uh, one I'm super excited about, which is Hunter the Reckoning. Yes, uh, I saw that and I thought of you. I was like, oh, Todd's going to uh, dig it. Jade Empire, Panzer oh, Dragoon Orta. That's a and, big one. And SSX three. That's on the seventeenth. The twenty sixth. You got Destroy All Humans, Full Spectrum Warrior, Mercenaries Playground of Destruction, MX Unleashed, uh, and then a B- Star Wars Battlefront one and two, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, uh, Jedi Starfighter, Kotar two, mm. and Republic mm. Commando. Great. Yeah. Great, so great. they hard. they hit fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is why I'm real happy that I do have the Xbox One now because of that exact deal because i'll tell you what man full spectrum warrior that's an amazing series that nobody talks about yeah uh i think the sequel is called like 10 ton hammer or something or like yeah. full spectrum warrior 10 hammers <laughs> or whatever amazing strategy game like super good it's almost like playing uh, a final fantasy tactics style thing but mm-hmm. everything's happening in real time so like positioning. Yeah, because it's all flanking and like yeah. like how the old Rainbow Six games used to be. Like Rogue Spear. Right. Uh yeah, where you really like, okay, I have two guys here, I'm gonna try to flank into this thing and tell them to go here. Um and I think you don't get if I'm remembering full spectrum warrior, it's been years. You don't get actual control over any of your units. Right. Mm. Right. You're just you're just positioning them and then let the action go. Yeah, and it's all there's no real pause to like set up stuff. You just got to think yeah. on your feet. It's like, oh shit, they're coming this way. Trucks driving through here. We got a bolt and like, yeah, select your squad. Oh, those games are great. Yeah, we definitely need more of those. I, yeah, that seems to be a genre that you know, XCOM kind of sort of hits that itch, but it's more turn based. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, but the live. Not quite a real-time strategy game, not quite a turn-based strategy, and not quite like a god game, but it's this weird mishmash. It's almost like Overlord, the, yeah. the strategy game's Overlord, uh, sort of that same mentality. And if you can, if you can find Valkyria, like Valkyria Chronicles. That's that's another like half yes. and half. And uh, mismatch, turn base, and live positioning. Super good too, and the story is pretty intense in that one. Um, I know the first uh, Valkyrie mm-hmm. or Valkyria. I always, I always think of Valkyrie Profile and Valkyria mm-hmm. Chronicles, and I always like mix the two together. But it's a uh, yeah, Valkyria yeah. Chronicles. Yes, uh, Chronicles. Yeah, the first one's on PC. I think. I think you can get it on Steam. And highly recommended. Um, and yeah. I think the new one, the newest one apparently isn't as good. I remember talking to Imran about that, and he was like, nah, mm-hmm. the new one ain't too hot. The one on PS4. Yeah. Um, it's called, like, Valkyria Revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, something. It has, like, a weird... But it goes back to the first one? Like, back to how the first one played? Is that what kind of. I think they change some of the key mechanics, and that's why people are like, this okay. isn't very good, because they like start messing with yeah. that formula. Um, yeah. That's oh, like a, what they what they do with... Um, what's that strategy game for Sega? 
Uh, it's escaping me. Shining Force. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Shining Forces, but it's like it's different. They they just the yeah. only thing common is the name and like the setting, but yeah, everything else is completely yeah. changed. Um, a game that doesn't get a lot of love, and this is yeah. kind of a spoiler for kind of a YouTube thing I'm doing, but uh, Metal Gear has two amazing strategy games on the PSP and uh, Metal Gear Acid. Mm. Those games yeah. are mwah, genius because it's a mix of like XCOM, Final Fantasy Tactics style, but it's also card-based. So it's a card game. You're playing your card and it... it Basically, you get uh, you build a deck. Um, it's almost like a loadout. Like you could have a, a card that says C four, and then if you play the C four card, you can plant C four. So it's like using an item out of your inventory. But those games are great, and they have goofy stories, but they make sense for Metal Gear. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that to speak on that kind of the main thing, I did a kind of a cryptic tweet. About like, oh, I finally got my PS3 hooked up, and now I can do a thing I've been talking about for three years. And I don't know if you guys remember, if you go back and look on the old YouTube channel, I did a teaser trailer for a Let's Play project of Metal yeah. Gear Solid 3 yeah. um, Snake Eater <laughs> HD. Did. I did that without realizing that I had no way to capture that footage. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just emulate it. I still can't emulate that game. Snake Eater is impossible to emulate. Like, it doesn't run right. I have a pretty beefy computer. Won't do it. But now, since we got this, now I can think about doing that because the PS3 is going in right. I have the HD collection. Now we can probably make this happen. But I've sworn to myself I'm not going to release a single episode until the whole thing's done. So what I can okay. do is, yeah, so I might play 20 to 30 hours of Snake Eater offline. No one sees it. And then I'm like, oh, by the way, check out my new Let's Play project. It's done. Here's 40 hours of oh, me playing. You're going to Netflix it? Netflix it. Bam. <laughs> Watch whatever you want. Here's 22 episodes. Watch it. Um, well, I don't know how I would, well. What I would, even, I would even say go as far as uh, uploading it on Twitch. Um, first and just like kind of just keeping it there and yeah. waiting until it's like I've gotten everything uploaded, everything's ready to go, set a full playlist and yeah. just premiere it all in one shot. Premiere it be like, like here's a twenty two hour marathon of yeah. a yeah, totally. Yep. And I be mean, and that's kind of the way to do it. Cause you know, I and I've talked about it before and I think I might even do a YouTube video about it. But like making the switch over to Twitch is making me reevaluate how to deliver content. It, it is yeah. a it is making me think like well you know like perfect example West versus backlog crackdown mm -hmm. still not on YouTube <laughs> still not even on YouTube mm. um it's just on Twitch so it only has like 15 or 16 views on Twitch but for an archived video that's yeah. kind of a big deal like oh yeah that's more than I would have ever expected it I think uh, my Tenchu one that came out on YouTube on YouTube, it has about 100 views, I think. And then on Twitch, it only has like eight or nine. But I'm like, yeah, you know, that, that makes sense. Um, Twitch is not known for like the, the, the archival stuff. It's more of the, I want to watch you live or not at all. Yeah. But yeah. making that shift over 
it's uh it's an interesting it's another good exercise in like okay what type of content do i want to make how do i want to deliver it where's it going who wants to see it you know but it's like i don't think i'll ever put wes on boxes on twitch no because i don't think that's the no one cares right they don't there's they a, don't care there's a mark, there's a mark. I, I, yeah, defi- yeah. I definitely see like content wise some of the long form stuff premiering that on twitch First, I mean, West versus Backlog, you're looking at what, like a half hour usually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, West unboxes, what, that's 12 minutes. Tell, maybe. Yeah, yeah, 12 minutes, yeah. 12 ads. Um, joking, joking. <laughs> right, pretty much. <laughs> um, and yeah, but yeah, exactly. Like, and I don't think Twitch is a good format for that. No. Just because that's not what people go to Twitch for. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I would argue Twitch is probably made for people to escape unboxing videos yeah like that you know it's a whole different no i don't want that youtube shit bring me over here with a live gaming so to reward that behavior and then and then yeah it's like the uh, i know we discussed it you know making west versus backlog retro more of a history in video games Mm -hmm. or just standard gameplay that's like well if i'm going the twitch route it might just be straight gameplay it's easier to film it's more dynamic uh, it's not a library. Like it's just a, you know, hey, here's a show of me playing this world retro game for an hour. And the, and the thing is, is while you're playing that retro game, I mean, you could do those live even. Yeah. Um, which is which is cool. But then you can also do the while you're playing it, talk about the history of it and all the other stuff. You know. Yeah, totally. And that's and it's funny because I I kind of went down that road and then I was like, well, here's the deal. The only reason I haven't done a live West versus Backlog is because there was already a name for that. The Power that, Hour? That was the mm. Power Hour. Yeah. So it's like keeping those things separate enough, <laughs> right? Because, like, there, I, and Marco and I have talked about it, there will be a return of the Power Hour. We don't know when the scheduling is going to work. We don't know how all that, but it's never off the table. It, you yeah. guys will get new Power Hour episodes, I promise. Like, guaranteed it's going to happen. And they might be live. They probably will be live, in fact. Um, but it's a different thing now. Like, Marco's better at content. I'm better at content. The way we want to deliver it might change. Mm-hmm. So, but it's something that we have discussed, like, clearly. And yeah. uh, we're just coming at it from a more mature angle now. Because mm-hmm. I, I love looking back at the old Power Hours, and some of those are the goofiest things we've ever done. It is. Like, <laughs> some of it makes me laugh. Oh, my God. Um, that's our, so that's it, our like, radio show. Totally. Like, it, it's yeah. great to look back at the archive of it and be like, look at how not only how hilarious that goofy stuff was, but like how far we've come from then. Right. Is, you know, now it's more refined. We're more like the pros that can go in and just fire on all cylinders because you had some highlights. We had some hilarious ones. Like the croc episode is one of my favorites. Um, the splinter cell one and Marvin <laughs> where we created Marvin is like, it, it's up there in the lexicon of lore uh, for our goofy shit. But then you had, we don't want to have another instance of like the street fighter alpha three to where if you go back and watch that episode, all it was was like hate being spammed in chat 
over and over and over. And like the bad type of hate, the bad type of hate where people were making dumb usernames and like getting it put on the screen and like just saying vile shit. And it was like, we were having a great episode and then it just fucking got tanked. And I was like, okay, not going to happen again. So no, no show chat. No show chat. Yeah. uh, Turning off, you know, disabling notifications, that type of stuff. Like those are the lessons you learn and you got to learn them the hard way. You just have to. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, but yeah, so all that stuff's on the table, but it's also like go making that transformation to Twitch. Now I'm like, okay, what shows make sense for Twitch? And if they don't make sense for Twitch, should I still do them? And there's that's that, fair. You know what I mean? Like there's a kind of a cut in like, okay, I love Comilog. Uh, I got all the mics and stuff set up for it. But how often do I want to film that? Yeah. You know, and uh, it's good to toss out ideas and try a few episodes of one thing. And if it doesn't work fine, I think West versus Backlog is a, that's kind of a staple because mm-hmm. that's an evergreen show. Mm-hmm. You, I, I could make those forever. Like, that is basically a quick look or a small hour-long let's see, let's play, yay, hooray. Basically, it's yeah. a one-man power hour. When I thought about it in my mind, I was like, okay, something that it's not, you know, I don't have to be like, oh, Marco, you have to cancel all your plans because our power hour is going to happen on this day. <laughs> like, that, that shit don't fly no more. We're not the same age yeah. we were, you know, five, right, six yeah, years yeah, ago yeah. when we yeah. were doing that shit. Like, we got stuff to do now. So I'm like, okay, one-man show, um, but I don't want to step on the toes of what we have with the power hour in case our schedules come back and we can nail it, you know. Um, But then it's like, okay, power hour is going to work great on Twitch because it already has. Uh, West versus Backlog works great on Twitch because, like you said, Todd, it's a slightly longer form stuff. Yeah. Um, Let's Plays uh, are great for Twitch, oddly enough, because you could just film each episode live and then archive it. Yep. And be like, yeah. here's the highlight of episode four. That's what I'm doing with Final Fantasy IX. Just the days that I stream it, we'll stream for two hours. And hey, there's two hours knocked off of the Let's Play. Yep. Um, it's easy. Like, uh, that's a great way to do it. Um, yeah, just, just different ways of thinking about the content. And I know it's something that all three of us do pretty regularly. <laughs> we have those, like, round tables. <laughs> like, is this a good idea? Hmm. Hmm. Right. Like navel gazing type stuff. It's it's fun because like whenever the whole like is this a good idea comes across my way and I'm just like that's a horrible idea. Let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. You go the other direction. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. No one wants to see this. Let me try it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, nobody wanted to see like Hunter the Reckoning before. You know, nobody wanted to see. Right. I mean, arguably, you could say Vampire had a had a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, nobody was streaming it, and I was just like, I'm gonna stream Vampire the Masquerade. Fuck yeah. it. And now totally. every time I go on Twitch, there's like four or five people streaming it, and totally. it's terrific. Yeah, and it, it, it's always fun to be a tastemaker. Like whenever you have the idea to do a thing, and it's like I think I was the only one on Earth streaming MotorStorm 3D Rift. Who the <laughs> fuck plays MotorStorm 3? Like you know what I mean? You but were then, the number one MotorStorm. I, I was the best <laughs> in the world, guys. Number one, right here, baby. You're looking at him. The number one original Jet Moto player on Twitch, this guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I hit number one in the Bejeweled 3 category once. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to take those where they come, man. Like, oh, yeah. I'm the number one. Um, 
It's so <laughs> funny. Um, I know for a fact that Marco was number one on Yakuza because we took all those yeah. screenshots. Yeah. And yeah. it was funny because there were some of those that that was no small feat. Like, because there were a lot of people playing like a Yakuza game or, you know, but you were still top of the heap. There was one time you had like, what was it? Uh, shit. It was close to 20 something people. Jeez. Yeah, I think it was around around Yakuza Five. Yes. Uh, it was just, it was basically the carry you driving the the taxi the, the taxi missions and everyone was joining it. That was because I was moderating the chat. <laughs> I was like, this is ma- madness. It's madness. Uh, but yeah. it's always fun because you get that little sense of like, oh, there's a lot of people in my chat right now. What's going on? And then it kind of goes a little bit off the rails, and then it comes like trying to bring it back in, and that struggle is fun. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 good, um, but I've I, I'm I'm happy because I'm finally at that place on Twitch and stuff to where it's like if it's Marco, if it's Todd, if it's Vamp, if it's like Crunch, if it's like two or you know five regulars, if Maury shows up, I'm stoked. Like, give me my six people, and then that's all I I don't need anything else. I just want my six. Anyone bonus, anyone that wants to follow, God bless you. We'll have a lot of fun, but like. I basically just want to make content for you guys to have content to watch when you're not making content. Like, <laughs> Especially if we're being sneaky and, and lurking in the channel and not even yeah. saying we're there, which is the best. Oh, yeah. I do that a lot. And here's the thing. Yeah. People don't realize that. I do it a lot where I'll even log off of Twitch entirely. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. won't show my name on the radar. <laughs> it won't show anything. I do that shit. Nice. <laughs> And then people will be like, oh, I have a viewer. But it's not anybody. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's weird. It shows I have four or five viewers, but I only have three people in chat. I wonder where it's going. It's this guy right here. Yep. I do it on purpose, too. I do it because I I want people to be, you know, I do it on purpose because I don't want people to be like, oh, hey. Um, I mean, some of us are better at it than others where it's like, you know, there's been times I've been streaming and I'll see your name pop in my chat and I'm just, and I'll just kind of like give a little head nod and I'm like, Okay. okay. You know, and I'm just like, <laughs> you give a little too sweet. Yeah, you get, yeah, get a little, get a little shibata. Uh, the, the, yeah. the like. Mm. I, I just, I mean, I don't acknowledge it or anything like that. Just, just, um, I see it and I'm like, okay, and I just go about my shit because if you're lurking and this, this is, I mean, we've given this advice thousands of times. Yeah, yeah. If you, if there's people in your chat that are just hanging out. Not saying shit. Don't fucking call them out. Yes. Oh my god. That's the best way to run people off. Yep. Is to have a fucking dumb chatbot that says like, "Well, welcome to Tommy VF. Very first time he ever went on the stream was February 9th, two thousand eight. One time, whack whack. You know, just <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, bits are flying everywhere because here's Toddy VF, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, I don't need a pomp and circumstance entrance. Like, let me just chill out and watch what's going on. If, if yeah. I wanted to come in and and make it rain like Okada, I would have made it rain like Okada. Exactly. Uh, don't do it for me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Don't be like, uh, welcome to the chat. And then calling, like, I don't mind being like, big shout out to the lurkers. Yeah. That's it, because you stay quiet. But calling them out by name and being like, Oh, Todd, I see you in chat. You're just lurking there. Well, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. 
<laughs> fucking guys, why are you like, doing this? You're that, ruining my that, you're ruining my quiet time. You, you know? that's, it'd be yeah. like if you were local celebrity and you went to like Walmart, and then mm-hmm. it's like, aren't you the guy from the? And you're like, oh. I mean, a uh, good example of this is not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Um, my job, which has me in like maybe two times a month, which is bullshit. But um, they had me in uh, that Saturday. Yeah. Well, it just so happens that Saturday there was a show at the uh, the local Coliseum, mm. a WWE show. Yeah. And um, a uh, Mr. Oh, Matthew Hardy came into the shop. Mm. And um, yeah, just right you know recognize kind of give the head nod you know and everything like that you know he looks sees his shirt on the wall that kind of thing hangs out for a little bit kind of walks out um then somebody comes in goes did you realize that matt hardy was just in the store and i just kind of shake my head yeah like i wasn't gonna call him out and be like oh shit it's fucking matt Hardy." like right right and the two girls i'm working with are just like what and they they started marking out like 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 you wouldn't believe and i'm the wrestling guy that works there right oh that's so funny. but it was just one of those little situations where it's like i'm like yeah yeah that was that was him just like he looked very familiar i'm like his face is on the shirt that we have on the wall right He's over like, there it's like that guy yeah. yeah did he look like this yeah that, that was him oh that's like meeting celebrities i always have that vibe about like just being like just walk up to him and be like, hey, big fan. Big yeah. fan. Yeah. Just keep, yeah. Like what you do. Congrats. Yeah. You keep know? up the great work. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't you, like with, with Matt, you don't walk up to him and go, ah, I see you're here to delete some of these sales we <laughs> yeah. got going. Oh, like, fucking no, hell. No. I like, knew you'd come. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. My, the, the real best. And it's what happened whenever I met Dolph Ziggler was I was wearing the uh, the pink, like, it's not showing off if you can back it up. Yeah. And like, walking into In-N-Out Burger, do-do-do, after a Raw taping in Dallas. And I was like, and then I grab my bag, and I walk back. And I hear someone go, hey, man, nice shirt. I turn around, and it's Dolph fucking Ziggler. I was like, oh, like, because he saw I was wearing his fucking shirt. And I was like, oh, dude. I was like, dude, you guys had a great show. And it was him and Christian and The Miz. And The Miz did a, like, ugh, like, disgusted eye roll. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> but then, but then uh, Christian, I was like, good man. I was like, you need to be in the Hall of Fame. And then Dolph Ziggler was like, what about me? And I was like, you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> you get there one day. You'll be there. Christian, Champ, Christian does need up. to be in the Hall of Fame. I like, totally that's... agree. Oh, no question. I mean, especially um, with them using TNA footage. I mean, they can now recognize that he's a, a former NWA world champion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's always fun to like get that back and forth, even if it is just the head nod. Or like that story yeah. about us meeting, uh, working at GameStop, and then late at night while we were closing, uh, My Chemical Romance. Come off oh. off the tour bus. Oh, those guys are assholes. <laughs> yeah. I will say the drummer and the bass player, this is right when the Wii came out. So mm-hmm. it was, uh, what was it, Twilight Princess? Mm-hmm. Yes, Twilight Princess, because we talked about the fishing with the Wiimote. 
in, in Twilight Princess. And uh, the main singer, the lead singer, is very short. Yeah. He's yep. Very short. This was during his uh, the My Chemical Romance, uh, where they had the white hair. He had the white hair and like yep. the what was it like? Not oh, what was it like? Bullet for my Valentine or that, I can't remember what the big hit was. Where they're in yeah. the church and there's like a coffin and like but mm-hmm. these uh, emo angsty shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 is that. And of course, the my coworker was this uh 19-year-old college student and she flipped out. She was in the back room. I had got a call from their I guess their tour manager or whoever was head of the bus. And I was like, "Okay, so uh I'm so and so and I'm one of the people with my chemical romance. Is it okay if we actually come into your establishment? What are your hours?" And I was like, "Well, we close in like 10 minutes." They're like, "Well, you do us a favor and keep the doors open a little bit just to be able to let us in and have a shop for a bit. And I was like, yeah, let me call my manager. Cause you have to clear that stuff with district. Yeah. And you're like, okay, let, let me, okay. Jot this down. I will call you right back. I promise. Uh, yeah. I called. And I was like, yeah. So the celebs want to come in for a little bit. Is that okay? And he was like, yeah, keep the lights open. Cause they have to like contact security uh, yeah. for the building and let them know, okay, they're going to be open later and all that stuff. So call him back. And I was like, yeah, come on in. So they, they're on their bus, and it's an unmarked bus. It's not like a big – it's a tour mm-hmm. bus, but it's like a big one of those tourism buses. Um, yeah. So then they walk in, and then I shut the gate, you know, where a game stops. So I shut the little gate and, like, lock the door and stuff like that. Um, and then as we're shopping, you know, people are coming up to the door and, like, oh, you guys not open? What up? Blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> doing all that shit and then, like, walking away. But then people started coming up, not because they wanted in the store – but because they recognized who was in the store. Mm. And then it was one of those other situations. I was like, fuck. So then as they're still shopping and looking at stuff for the week, because they had a few systems on the tour bus, I have to call security. And I'm like, they may need some assistance to get out of here. So here comes, here comes mall cop on his little, (laughs) like little Vespa, (laughs) like like driving down the lane with Paul Blart mall cop. And like, coming down and because we're in a shopping center we're a brick and mortar store mm-hmm. so big he we're outside of a walmart so big 24-hour shopping center thing so it's like okay we're gonna need to block off a walkway for these guys to go back to their bus and not get bombarded and i was like not yeah. my fucking job like god bless get the cops out here yeah. uh, <laughs> so they all show up but but yeah it was great to be able to just talk to them instead of be like oh, i'm a huge fan blah 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 it was more like video games are cool you know, mm-hmm. and just talk about just fishing in Zelda and using yeah. the Wiimote and doing, like, that's a cooler memory than, like, I took a weird selfie where it was a forced smile and I had them sign my socks. And you're like, yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have one experience with My Chemical Romance, and that was uh, their last show before, like, their, uh, before they got signed. Yeah. Um. They get on the stage. It was like a re- like a pretty decent sized venue in uh, Montclair, New Jersey, and they just they get on stage and the singer fucking just just says, "This is the last time you guys are going to be paying fifteen dollars to see us. From now on, mm-hmm. expect to pay fifty to seventy dollars to see us live." Just being a total <laughs> asshole, and it was just like. And I, you know, I had gone there because it was a place that I hung out with, with people, you know, people were just like, oh, there's a show. And I'm like, oh, go who's playing. And they're like, 
oh, this band, this band, and My Chemical Romance. I'm like, eh, I could give a shit less. I'll just hang out with you guys. But right, yeah. And I heard that, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> well, we got a badass over here. <laughs> <laughs> Little fucking uh, three foot two fucking guy dude, and shit. He's oh, super short. It, I was bought, and then the drummer's six four. I'm like, yeah. okay, um, yeah, weird memories like that. Um, but yeah, that's a that's an episode. Of broken yeah. around if I've yes, heard it, it myself. That, that's what that is. Uh, but yeah, thanks for hanging out, guys. So, uh, the way this will work is, of course, if you're listening on iTunes and all that, <laughs> if you're listening on the audio stuff, we appreciate you listening on that Google Play Store. And I think we got Stitcher. Did we get Stitcher? I need to get on Stitcher. Uh, uh, I believe we're on Stitcher. Yeah, we're on, uh, we're yeah. on a bunch of stuff. I, and, I know uh, we need to get on Radio Public. Which yes. will have the episode up like fucking as soon as the RSS updates. <laughs> it has it after I hit the save button. They somehow have it. I'm like, I didn't upload it. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> they just have it. They're like, we have it, sir. Thank you. It's uh, the Facebook special is what they call that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they, uh, if you want to hear Zuckerberg, about the yeah. Facebook special, audibletrialcom slash brothering around get yourself <laughs> yeah. a free audiobook on uh, you know on the house no uh, commitments none of that none of that man and be sure to download one about cybersecurity so all <laughs> that shit stays private or or oh. you can always get uh, do Android's dream of electric sheep but you can do that because uh, Leon just uh, just uh, had a birthday yeah. the good old Nexus six inset yeah, date did. of uh, April ten and what they live for four years right so he's yep. good for yep. He's got a couple more years left in him. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, that, that's our show. And if you're hanging out on uh, Twitch, which you should be, twitch.tv slash Precipice Podcast, we love you. Thanks for hanging out. Um, that's usually where the main video is going to be. And then YouTube usually the day after. We're, we're doing exclusive rights on that Precipice Podcast. We love being part of that network. But guys, I'm Wes Gardner, Comedy to Hubbo. That's Mr. Marco Flores, Nerd in the Bay. That is... Uh, <laughs> That's Suzuki drinking some <laughs> delicious Smirnoff. Todd EVF as played by Suzuki. Minoru uh, Suzuki, the fucking <laughs> madman of fucking Suzuki goon. Love it. <laughs> and, and Maury didn't join us this time, but she's always with us. You yes. Know, you yeah. know how it is. Um, and I will say, uh, we talked about the backstage photos. Best backstage photos from WrestleMania definitely came from Kikutaru. Uh, he's met with everybody and we yeah fantastic but that's our time this has been Brother Around episode number what 53 one of those things but that is it for us guys we will see you next time here on Brother Around peace